Now we're back to Dante's Sports News Assist. Hi, it's me, your boy Dante. And we had a big thing happen just last week. Yeah. It was the end of the 2022 NBA season. It was the end of the 2022 NBA playoffs. A champion has been crowned. Do you know who that champion is? Yes. Who? The Warriors. The Golden State Warriors. Just like we both called it. I actually called it in the exact amount of games too. That's crazy. Cause I looked, I looked back, I heard, I listened back to the audio from the podcast like two weeks ago. And I was like, yeah, I said the Warriors in six. And it was looking a little shaky at the start of the series cause the Warriors were down 2-1. And I was like, this ain't looking good for my prediction. But then Steph Curry, mm -hmm. that man, that beast, Steph Curry, decided to take off. Because I remember the first two games, Steph had a okay series, I guess average in terms of his numbers. Uh, but the Celtics were looking much younger and sprier. Draymond Green was playing pretty bad those first two games. Clay. He wasn't really making any shots. Jordan Poole was kind of a non-factor. And then, all of a sudden, in game four, Steph Curry went God mode. And he decided to make a whole bunch of threes. He had 43 points, and he was taken off that game. And he was looking real mad and angry. He was turned up all the way to 11. He like, y'all got me fucked up. Mm -hmm. Do you know who I am? Up. Do you know who I am? That's, that's Mark off of... Uh... RDC world when he became an avatar. Yeah. Y'all niggas got me fucked up. Yeah. Y'all got me fucked up. So. When the hood avatar, when the hood needed the most, he vanished. <laughs> yeah. So Steph Curry showed the world why he is the GOAT shooter, the greatest shooter of all time. And he. At the time. At the time. Yeah. That's what the greatest shooter of all time at the time, right now. Oh. He won't be the greatest shooter of all time in probably 20 years. Oh, it's gonna take a lot to surpass his three-point shooting record. He's the only player to ever make 400 threes in a season. That's a lot. It is a lot. So I don't know. I don't know. We may see someone, but it might be a long time. Yeah, 20 years. 20 years is two decades. That's a pretty long time. But anyways, we're no, going off on a tangent. 20 years passes pretty quick. LeBron's already been in the league 20 years. Dante, I'm 20. I'm 22, man. Mm -hmm. That's basically my whole life. Mm -hmm. That's all I know. Well, to us, yeah, but once we get older, we'll realize 20 years goes like that. That's a whole kid growing up. Like, I thought, I used to think five years was a long time. I used to think 10 years was a long time. But now looking at it. We're going off on a tangent. Go back, really. get back. Let's get back. Uh, but, yeah. The finals was awesome. Jason Tatum didn't really have any good games. And he had the most turnovers ever in the NBA Finals with 100. So... <laughs> <Damn>. <laughs> so he wasn't really having a good game. Jason Tatum... I mean, Jalen Brown was looking more like the number one than he was. Yeah, he probably would have got MVP, you think? Jalen Brown, yeah, yeah. If they won. Yeah. But unfortunately, they didn't. He was bringing... He, he did... Uh... He was bringing the sauce, you know. In all the games I've seen, he was. He was nice. He was nice. Him, Marcus Smart. But 
the Warriors realize that the Celtics don't have a real ball handler and like facilitator because Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum were both struggling to handle the ball. Mm. So without a true point guard, they were just turning the ball over left and right. Marcus Smart ain't a real point guard. So yeah, that's what the Warriors kind of capitalize on is their lack of ball handling. You said pool parties all summer. Pool party. Pool parties all summer. <laughs> and he spotted a baddie and from the field. He spotted a baddie in the parade and gave her a hug. You know he about to smash that. Bro, parade clay, all time great. Man's lost the hat, first of all. Like as before the parade even started, he lost his championship hat. He lost his ring, he had to find that. Uh he ran over some lady. Like he was like waving at the crowd and he tripped and like and then ran over some lady. I'm gonna put all these videos in in the in the podcast. He's a, um, he's he's a, a legend. You he know when they when they uh win, they party hard and you could tell they was partying hard. He was like anything goes. Anything is possible. Yep. Shout out J.R. Smith. Mm-hmm. He should be sponsored by Henny. I would have sponsored him if I was Henny. Uh, that's the funniest quote ever, and it just came out of nowhere. That's a that's a premium right there. I would sponsor him and Young Ma, Young and May. Yeah. Because they always drink it. Both of them just drinking Henny all the time. So the Warriors were lit for their parade, man. Oh, yeah. Lit, lit. I wish I was there a little bit. They girls was in the uh, little dresses with the actual numbers on the butt. I thought that was pretty cool. Like if my wife made a, a, a dress of my jersey and then on her butt, it was the number. Dang. So people got her scared of my girl's butt. All they see is my number. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's me right there. Mm-hmm. You wish that was you. That would have been dope uh, to, go on, to go and just celebrate with them. I, I mean, when you're a millionaire, it's a different type of celebration, but I would love to just celebrate with them and see how it was and stuff like that. I think, I think that would have been a cool opportunity, stuff like that. Hopefully this year Cleveland takes uh, 2023. Cleveland goes to the playoffs and wins a title. Then we could go celebrate. Or Detroit, but I don't got faith in Detroit. I got more faith in Cleveland than Detroit. I want, I want Cleveland just to be like we're from Ohio. I like I mean, the I like the Cavs team better than the Pistons team. Yeah, for sure. I like I like it. I like those young guys. They get a, they get some. Uh, besides Kevin Love, he's pretty old. Uh, those young guys are pretty, pretty uh, good, pretty nice team, pretty solid team. I like them. I was happy for Steph Curry after Game Six. He was emotional, like after the buzzer, and like he was like crying. And I feel like this title meant more to him than any of the previous titles that he won. This is his fourth title, but. This is really the main one where he showed emotion like that after the game. How many titles does LeBron have? Four. They're tied. 4-4. Uh-oh. 4-4. Four four. No um, Wendy's. Mm. But, um, <laughs> uh, yeah, like, Steph, I think he was emotional because this time he finally proved that he's finals MVP worthy. You know, he won his first finals MVP. Um... I feel like this one definitely meant more than those two that he won with KD and even that first one. That's just my opinion. Just the way. Because, all right, I'm going to go. So when superstars win certain titles, they show emotion for some more than others specifically because you know that it means more. So It's human emotion. Yeah, makes sense. Because like with LeBron, I feel like his Cleveland title will mean more than any title that he 
Because he won it at home, right? Yeah. And you can just see after he won. The same with that he, Steph did. He was emotional after the uh, game. Mm-hmm. He wasn't like that with the other titles. I think when you win something at home, it's a bigger difference. Like, if I want something, like, say I, like say we doing this podcast thing, and they got, like, a, a freaking podcast awards in California, and then they got a podcast awards here. It means different because, you know, you got the local people around you, and they can really celebrate with you here. You know, you want it for the city or the, the, the state rather than all the way to California. You're never gonna see those guys again, or you might, but it'll be on a rare occurrence. So I get where it's coming from. Giannis was emotional because he went with his home team. Um, so that's why I feel like with superstars, I don't feel like they should wanna move and join a super team anymore. Cause I really don't feel like winning a title on a different team is quote unquote taking the easy way. It's not as fulfilling as building your own team and winning it where you started from. So that's why I'm glad a lot of these young superstars, I feel like, are going to be staying home and building their franchises and making titles go to those teams and making them mean more. I think LeBron needed that growth from... uh, Miami? No, no, not from Miami. Yeah, from Miami, you know. He went there, got a couple rings, and then came back to Cleveland dominated a little bit, then went to L.A. LeBron's such an outlier, though. And then he's probably going to come back to Cleveland and win a ring. That's how I'm thinking. That'll be the way he leaves. They'll probably give it to him. That'll be a great way to end his legacy. It would. LeBron's such an outlier, though. I don't feel like anybody would leave and come back like he did because that's literally his hometown where he grew up. Yeah. But like a lot of players that are drafted to a team, that's not the team that they grew or the town they grew up in, you know. Mm-hmm. So I feel like you just gotta stay where you are. Like it's different when a team and the fans they actually watch you grow up mm-hmm. and like they grow up with you, like the emotion and whatnot. If you go to some random team, those fans didn't grow up with you. They don't know how the struggles were before. Yeah. No, they just know the instant success of you being there. Like, what's Russell Westbrook? I mean, Brooke. Um, you know, he's just... He'll never be loved anywhere else like he is in OKC. Yeah, man. No. He should have just stayed in OKC. If he would have stayed in OKC, they probably would have built the team around him. I'm not saying he probably would have got a ring, but I'm saying he would have been respected more rather than right now. His, yep. his uh, reputation with fans is not the highest. Nope. His reputation with players is probably indifferent, but they do know who he is. Uh, let's see, James Harden, he's one of those. I think he would. I, th- I don't think, on the contrary, I don't think he should have stayed in OKC. I think he should have stayed in Houston. Yeah, Houston definitely would have been better. Yeah, those the strip clubs. He was providing money to Houston. It was just an overall uh, good experience. He developed more. I would say in Houston, than in uh, OKC and. But if he stayed in OKC, uh, Philly, I feel like he would have won a title. In Brooklyn, you think he would have? If he stayed in OKC, yeah. with uh, you think he could have revolved around Russell? And KD, all three of them were there. I don't think KD. I think KD was bound to leave. Yeah, but I think they would have won a title before he left. 
Uh, yeah, because he was still there four years after. Yeah, because the, ta- the talent, the talent, and uh, the talent and James was still developing, so he they probably would have got um, a title, or if not, would have went to the finals. And if they would have won the title, I feel like James would have became MVP because the overall progression of him was insane. Yeah. Um. But back to the point. Uh, what were you saying? I think you were saying something. I forgot. <laughs> well, I think I was, I was talking about just like players stay on their teams, man. I don't like when they move around and things don't mean as much when you're just somewhere else. That's my main takeaway. So hopefully these new stars stay and build something. Yeah, and you you probably could get more money for your city and the people around you uh, in your hometown, which in turn will just make everything better uh, for your city. Cause you, yeah, you're you're able to make more that would team stay with, cause yeah. you get the super max. Right. At this point, you're a brand now. Like LeBron James and Stephen Curry is more of a brand than an actual person. So if you say, hey, we got LeBron James in Cleveland, and he's performing for one night at the stadium, oh, it's gonna be sold out. It's gonna be sold out. All right, that's all I got. <laughs> All right, so that was my recap of the finals. Congratulations to the Warriors. Congratulations and all the Warrior fans and all that. Um, Better luck next time for all my Boston fans. You guys put up a tough fight. They did. Uh, we we all didn't think you would get this far. No, I did not. I thought uh, Miami would, but but you guys are great. They uh, you they put on a clinic. Had me scared for the first couple games. I thought they were gonna. Uh, won it all and my prediction was going to be off mm-hmm. but they did mm-hmm. and um, all I got to say is I'm interested to see how the next couple of years will be hopefully it'll be a lot better and they'll actually win a ring Yeah. for Boston I think so yeah. do you think Jason will stay in Boston? yeah hmm. I don't know if Jalen Brown will though but I think they definitely want to keep Jason Tatum oh yeah and they got a good center in Robert Williams. They need to keep him, too. Yeah. Yeah. But that's all I got. That's all I got, too. And I also wanted to talk about something cool. All right. So still with NBA, but I want to talk about when NBA superstars play mad. And not just superstars. Aggressively or angry? Angry. Or not just superstars, but all-time greats. Ooh. So there's nothing, in my opinion, like when an all-time great has something piss him off, either when so, what someone says or how he's being played, um, that just like, or like the circumstances of the game, and some, some switch turns to where like he gets pissed and then he just like plays angry. I love seeing someone play angry because, like, if you're able to harness that anger and not have it control you, but kind of, like, con- control the anger and use it in certain spots and to your advantage, mm-hmm. you're a whole new person. So, like, there's a couple instances of games that kind of set this example. Like, in Game 4, when Steph Curry was playing mad in these finals... Like, that's when he had 43 points, because I felt like he was feeling disrespected by the media and 
people were forgetting just how good, because he heard all the chatter about how he's never won a finals MVP. Seth Curry never performs that good in the finals. And he's had to remind everybody like, yo, I'm Steph Curry. I'm that guy. I'm that guy. And like when LeBron, he's had a couple instances, but like game six back in 2012 against the Celtics, mm-hmm. when he was like, no games, like from the tip, AO, just like he was going hard in the paint. And he, that's when he had 46 points, I believe. Like he was playing like mad all that game. Mm-hmm. I love that. I know Kobe's done it a couple times, you know, Mamba mentality. Michael Jordan, like, if you, nobody ever wanted to talk back to Mike, because Mike will just, he'll destroy you, man. Mike is a stone cold killer. Larry Bird, don't talk trash to Larry Bird, because he will talk trash to you. He will tell you exactly how he's going to score on you, and there's nothing you can do about it. I've heard stories about that, like, all the time. Kevin Durant, I've seen him play mad a couple times, and I remember this year, this past season when he was playing Philly yeah, uh, after the Ben Simmons and James Harden trade and like him and Joel and B were talking and chatting it up and Katie was getting mad, got a technical. Then he just went off, crossed up Tobias Harris and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like, yeah, I love when, when greats and superstars play mad and angry because I feel like there's nothing you can do to stop them when they're in that mode. Oh yeah. You feel me? I feel you on that. Uh, so some, we can even go recently with Kyrie Irving and the Boston and Brooklyn Nets thing. You remember that? Um, specifically, what do you mean? Uh, Are you talking about like a certain game? Uh, the first time they were in Boston and uh, it was, he was on Brooklyn team with KD. Every time they got he got the ball, they would boo him. Yeah. And so I, I feel like that made him angry. And uh, you could tell, even after the game, there was a video of him saying, suck my dick to one of the fans. Uh, so he he dropped, I think he dropped like a good amount of points, like 40. I think that was the 2021 playoffs, I believe. Because they got swept this past year. <laughs> oh, okay. I don't even think it was a playoffs, my bad. I don't think it was. A oh, just a regular season game? Uh, wait, wait, they got swept by uh, Boston, right? Yeah. Yeah, it was in Boston, my bad. It was this year. It was in Boston. Uh... I think that was he had he had put up like forty points. If I'm wrong, Dante, you let him know the points. And uh, he was putting on a good show, and I I think he was one of those people where he plays better angry, and so uh, he had a little mambo mentality there. And I, I think he was getting it done, but the, just the people around him, the the, the little parts oh, yeah, around him, because he had, like he gave the. Middle finger to fans yeah. a couple times. Got fined. Talking trash. Yeah. But he was still putting in that work. He was putting on big numbers. Nice numbers. Uh, now, if all the people around him could do the same, they would probably get a ring. They had the best team. It's like the biggest teams, the biggest superstars. Some of, some of them be good, and then some of them just be completely garbage. Mid. Uh, not even mid. My bad. Mid is kind of mid. Uh, but completely garbage, trash. Mm-hmm. So I'm just, I just want, I want players who get angry but don't get angry and play aggressively, but don't get angry and lose control. Yeah, don't get angry and start like 
flicking off the fans. Like the fans, are, they're only there for a day. Some fans uh, paid a whole year or saved for a whole year just to watch this one game only for you to flick them off. I think there's certain fans Come that on. are disrespectful. Because like players talk all over the time about the fans in Boston. Um, so like I agree with the players in some instances when they feel like, you know, fans can't talk to you any kind of way. So if you got to say something back, do it or flick them off. I don't, I don't think you should. Flick, I don't think you should flick the fans off. Uh, I think certain ones, yeah. Certain, like, real disrespect. I think there are certain situations, like, if somebody spit on you and somebody try to put their hands on you, it's a whole different, like, thing. Yeah. Because then they're showing intent of being a, uh, trying to, it, at that point, it's more than a game. It's like you're threatening my life because with spit or any type of fluid, it's like corona going around and there's STDs going around. Blood's trimming it, viruses going around. So I don't want you doing that. And a slap, like a slap is, that's assault. And a slap, a punch, something like that, that's assault. You don't need to do that. You can boo me all you want. Boo me, what say all this. What if they called you a racial slur? Uh, I wouldn't even let that get to me, to be honest. Wow. Uh, okay. Because at that point, you're so used to, you, you're at that height where you've been booed before, you've been sent hearing people you suck basically ever since college so I don't think at that point it would just get to you it would just be a whole bunch of murmurs and stuff like that speaking of experience because uh, you know I play sports so I know how I, the booze and stuff like I, yeah, I'm not worried about the booze I don't care about the booze I could care less about the booze I could care less about their cheers either um, I'm just listening to the people around me that are close to me like my coach and the players, I don't care about anything else at the time. So you can say all that, but the minute you uh, spit on me or try to push me around is a different, it's a whole different thing. So there was a, there was a one instance this past season. It was uh, when the Lakers were playing the Pacers mm -hmm. and LeBron was like in the front row and he had these two fans kicked out. And apparently they said something about his kid to where they hoped that, uh, his son Ronnie died in a car accident. So, what if someone says something about your family like that? I don't know, Dante. You've been a uh, detective in me a lot, uh, DJ Vlad. Let's point it to you, Dante. Okay. So, um, who, your mom or dad's on the bridge? Who are you saving? <laughs> My mom. Uh, okay. Uh, but going back to the question, how would you feel? Uh, I would definitely have him kicked out like he did. I have no problem. Like, I feel like uh, fans just don't have the right to say anything. But they're fans, man. Come on. They show their appreciation. They show their cheers. Why can't they show their boos? They can boo. They just can't be disrespectful and crazy. Mm. Yeah. To the, when you say it like that, it can be disrespectful and crazy. Well, I say disrespectful. I wouldn't say crazy because some people would say cheering is crazy. It could be. Um, but I say I don't want any fans to be disrespectful. I want them to come there and, you know, leave there with uh, high emotion, good emotion. Uh, and don't leave there being, you know, 
I want them to be like, yo, that was a great game. You had a great game. All that. The fans were amazing. This atmosphere was amazing. The players were amazing on both sides. Mm. You know? Mm-hmm. That's a fantasy I, I live in. But mm-hmm. go ahead. Um, all right. That's all I really had for that topic, too. That was good. Nice, nice conversation. Deep conversation. Yeah. I will now in this edition of uh, hold on I had to burp a little bit Dante's Sports News Assist ah, thank you for joining me